Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Bucks easily dispatched the Eagles from the playoffs, but now face Dan Campbell's team of destiny in the Lions. Is Baker Mayfield up for that test? And speaking of Browns quarterbacks, what's next in Cleveland? And the Saints have seemingly opened the door for John Gruden as offensive coordinator? Is that a good idea? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use the code locked on to get $20 off your order. That's J A S E medical.com. Lost in the disaster class that was the Philadelphia Eagles collapse. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who put it on Philadelphia on Monday night, 30. Two to nine, Baker Mayfield, 337 and three touchdowns in a resurgent season for the former number one overall pick turned journeyman who has found a home in Tampa Bay. James Yarko from Locked on Bucks joins me now. And James with a big smile on his face because Baker Mayfield has injected a little bit of life here. What what worked for them on Monday night, I guess, beside everything? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's one way to put it. it. It was everything except for the drops. I mean, you talk about 337 and three. Baker easily could have gone. It could have been worse. 405. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of a culmination of what we've seen throughout the season. We've seen the best of Baker and we've seen the worst of Baker. We've seen the best of Todd Bowles and the worst and, and the best and worst of Dave Canales. So this is a, a group now that has been working together and growing. And as Todd Bowles, I think very appropriately put it, they've learned who they are. They didn't know who they were when they played the Eagles earlier in the year. They didn't know who they were when they played the lions earlier in the year. So they've, they formulated now a sense of identity rallying around what Baker Mayfield has done with this organization, with this team, and being able to, as Baker put it, have fun again. He gets to be himself. The Browns didn't want him to be that Oklahoma Sooner Baker Mayfield. The yeah. Carolina Panthers didn't want him to be that guy. The Bucks said, we loved who you were there, and that's who we want to sign. So it's, you know, it's much, much better of a performance overall than a lot of people wanted to give Tampa credit for heading into the season. And at this point now, they're just playing with house money. Yeah, and they said on the broadcast Monday night that it was Sean McVay who, when Baker Mayfield was basically signed off the street, essentially, to, hey, we need you, we need you now tomorrow to play a game in 14 minutes. Um, it was Sean McVay who said, hey, be yourself, have some fun. And Baker Mayfield credited McVay Ironically, it was McVeigh's game on Sunday night that has the Buccaneers' next opponent, the Detroit Lions, um, a good old-fashioned NFC Central battle uh, in, in this divisional uh, round of the playoffs. So you mentioned a different football team now based on their identity. Why is this time going to be different? Uh, you know, you take a look back at that week six matchup against the lions where they won 20 to six yeah. and David Montgomery got injured in that game. Jameer Gibbs didn't play in that game, but Amon Ross St. Brown went 
bananas. And and you take a look at where the Bucks were. They went into that game three and one, coming off of a huge road win against the New Orleans Saints. And I think kind of like what we saw against New Orleans late in the season, the Bucks were feeling themselves a little bit, but they still were not not a finished or, or a polished product. And now you've seen the resurgence of Chris Godwin throughout the second half of the season. You've seen Rashad White become more involved in both the rushing and the passing game. This was a team that was the worst in the NFL in running the football in week six. And, you know, they've been a really solid rushing attack over the course of these last seven weeks where they've won six games, including the playoffs. You you have Kate Otten being a bigger part of the offense. And most importantly, it goes back to what we just talked about. It's Baker Mayfield and Dave Canales figuring out this offense and being comfortable with one another and comfortable with the scheme that they're running. The last time we talked, you told me you thought Baker Mayfield, at least in the short run, is the Buccaneers quarterback. Do you think there's anything that he can do? Has he started to do it that would make you say, actually, Baker Mayfield may just be the franchise quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I'm not sure if we're at that point yet, but I think it's certainly close. You're you're looking at the only Buccaneers quarterback in franchise history with 300 passing yards and three touchdowns in a playoff game. And this is a guy that just followed Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, so you you take a look at, at what he's done there. You take a look at a career high in passing yards, a career high in passing touchdowns, only 10 interceptions, which you could put up against pretty much any other quarterback in the league. And so I, I still feel that there's the possibility that he could be that franchise guy. But again, you take a look at, at the Bucks still dealing with the money issues, 81 million in dead cap, for 2023, they get some money now, but they got to spend it on all pro safety, Antoine Winfield Jr. They got to bring Mike Evans back. Tristan Wirfs is going to get probably one of the, if not the highest, contracts for a tackle in the NFL. So I still think you're going to see kind of that two to three year deal for Baker. And then the hope would be he continues on this trajectory. Dave Canales stays. You know, he has some head coaching buzz already. And, and the rest of the team continues on that trajectory, then you could see really the, okay, you are the guy. Here is your five, six-year deal with the mega money a little bit down the line. Stay up to date all year on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Bucks on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, can Cleveland really run it back with Deshaun Watson next year and feel good about it? Before we get to that, Mike Tomlin, he's not leaving, to quote Leonardo DiCaprio. I know we come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of real life, but let's just talk for a minute about being prepared. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for major weather, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply, even ED generics for Cialis and Viagra. Jace Medical has the Jace case. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and others. These are the things that can happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been easier or more important to be prepared than today. 
Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. A day after walking out of a press conference after being asked about his future, Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin told Steelers players he will return for next year. He has one year remaining on his current contract with the Steelers, but some had wondered if retirement was a possibility. Steelers defensive tackle Cam Hayward isn't concerned. He said, I'll just say this about Mike T., why are we so concerned with somebody who has a year on their contract, has been locked in, and just wanted to coach football? They were did admit he noticed Tomlin has lost some of his fire for the game in the past few seasons, but he doesn't see him stepping away from the game anytime soon. TJ Watt took what Hayward said to the next level. That was huge in my contract talks. I don't want to play for anyone other than Mike T, he said. No word on if the meeting with the players looked anything like that scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Now that Pete Carroll is no longer the head coach, Seahawks general manager John Schneider will take on control over the coaching staff and personnel changes. His first big assignment is replacing Carroll, an assignment that ownership reportedly gave him one directive for, keep a positive culture. The list of reported interview requests, including eight names as of Tuesday afternoon. The list is made up of the top coordinators in the league and includes names like Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, Texans OC Bobby Slowick, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, who, remember, used to coach for the Seahawks under Pete Carroll, and Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. New York Knicks and New York Rangers Governor James Dolan has been accused of being a bad owner. But new allegations against him are much more serious. Sexual assault as part of a lawsuit with convicted abuser Harvey Weinstein. A Tennessee woman filed a federal lawsuit Tuesday accusing Dolan of pressuring her into unwanted sex nearly a decade ago while also facilitating an encounter with Weinstein, who she also claimed sexually assaulted her. E. Daniel Perry, an attorney for Dolan, dismissed the allegations. Here is another story you need to know. The Cleveland Browns went into the postseason as one of the hot teams. They were, in fact, road favorites against the Houston Texans coming in 11-6, and six, even with their, I think, approximately 18th quarterback of the season. But it was not to be a 45-14 to 14 beatdown and arrival from C.J. Stroud. And in a lot of ways, two teams with very different futures at the quarterback position. Jeff Lloyd from Locked On Browns joins me now. And Jeff, that is going to be the question of this offseason for Cleveland. I think there were a lot of people saying, hey, does Cleveland really need a high-level quarterback with this team that they have? Joe Flacco has done pretty nicely. They're paying Deshaun Watson all this money. How do you think the way this season ends affects the way that they view their future? Well, the thing is, and this is where it gets a little bit tricky, Peter, is with Jimmy Haslam paying as much as he is, Yes, Deshaun Watson, $230 million guaranteed, but when basically the owner says, I'm eating that money, you don't look at it as a big-ticket item. Nothing has stopped the Browns from doing the business that they're going to do. Um, do I agree with you that Joe looked 
in a spot where this offense looked the best it ever did. And, you know, I know we had our discussions. Um, ver- getting vertical was always an issue with yeah. the Kevin Stefanski offense here in Cleveland. They ran the ball well, the intermediate game, Baker, and numerous other guys that did all, did all that stuff. But Joe was the one where it was, oh, guess what? It's, you know, we're down 10. And, you know, Amari Cooper for 50 yards against the Chicago Bears. Uh, 265 yards to one receiver for the Stefanski offense to throw for 265 yards in one game was a rarity. Cooper, 265 against Houston. There's a, I think they're going to have to find more players and they're going to have to get more depth, you know, like the Bills. Even though it's Josh Allen, it's Diggs, it's Shakir, who all of a sudden looks great. It's Gabe Davis, it's the tight ends. And if Jimmy Haslam's going to eat the money on Deshaun, which is always going to be the case, nobody gives anybody the right to give $230 million guaranteed without the owner saying, hey, this is the plan. And this is what it's truly going to cost you, not the $230 million guaranteed. So they're going to be okay in that respect. And, you know, Saturday, look, Joe was a great story. And the one thing we tried to talk about on the show was Joe's mistakes could look costly in a, big, in, in a bigger game. And obviously it did. Saturday in Houston, two straight pick sixes. You were down 10, ball in Houston 34, still in the third quarter. And – he looked like a guy that had been out of the league until the Browns signed him. And that unfortunately is the reality of the situation that they were put in. I, I want to, th- this is going to sound a little self-serving from the guy who covers the Packers. I understand that, but given the money, we talked about this with Deshaun Watson and, and that the money that's left there. Okay. Joe Flacco, probably not going to be the future there. Why not in this draft, try and find that quarterback who maybe has some tools, some upside, let him sit for a year or two when it becomes less onerous when you move on from Deshaun Watson because you have so much young talent on this team, the Denzel Wards, um, you know, and I understand Amari Cooper maybe ages out of being an, an awesome player eventually, but you, you got to trust your infrastructure here, don't you? And that's the weirdest thing is just because you know, Deshaun Watson has, I think it's like 800 total snaps as a Cleveland Brown. And then you got to factor in, he didn't play the entire season before that. Right. So you need a strong plan B, but the weirdest thing about this is, you know, and draft may be a way to go about it because how do you tell a veteran quarterback here, here's what we're willing to pay you, but it is a strictly break glass option. Like, we don't want you to play. We think he's the guy. And even if you brought Joe Flacco back, and you know the way Browns fans are, Browns coverage is, Deshaun went one of two on the first drive. Put in Joe Flacco. Like, it's just like everybody is so reactionary. Yeah. And it's really difficult to be reactionary when you have $230 million factored in. And Deshaun was playing well. The last we saw of him was the Baltimore game. And 14 of 14, the second half miraculous comeback for that team and then he found out he broke his shoulder in the process and it does seem kind of weirdly familiar to a former cleveland browns quarterback who's very much in the mix right now and might be playing well for tampa bay right now but it's just so funny how everything for cleveland the storylines always continue to resurface but he's their guy right now the point is is you can pay him and find a way to maneuver the cap and try to get where he has a b c D at wide receiver. He has David Njoku and others at tight end. And then the running back position, which is going to be a whole bunch of storyline this year. But they also have to kind of invest there as well because, you know, Nick Chubb, 
injured, but this is no different than when they first brought in Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb was really good. They still brought in Kareem Hunt. They have the financial you know, aspects and wherewithal to make all of this happen, but they're banking on one player and one player only, and we still have no way to say anybody was right or wrong about that move as far as the Browns are concerned. Stay up to date all here on the Cleveland Browns by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Browns on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the Saints have the door open for John Gruden to run the offense. But why? The NFL playoffs rage on, and now's the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. Patrick Mahomes has to play his first ever road playoff game on Sunday against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. FanDuel likes the Bills to come out on top and has Buffalo favored by 2.5 over Kansas City. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays are a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and do the NFL playoffs right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. After a longer than typical gap for a non-playoff team, the Saints parted ways with their offensive coordinator. There are also reports that John Gruden met with the team over the potential opening. Could he be the next man calling plays in the Big Easy? Locked on NFL host James Rapine and Lauren Cox are confused as to why. Seems like a nice, clear channel for Gruden to come in, but an interesting decision for both on and off field reasons with John Gruden. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot there. And let's start with the decision. And I think a lot of franchises do this. They They keep Dennis Allen, but they're completely overhauling the offensive staff, the main guy, the main coaches on that staff. I think it's going to be hard for him to retain that job and get a second contract. And it's really hard in the NFL. It's hard to get a, a head coaching job. It's that much harder to get a second contract. And that's what Dennis Allen is trying to do with the Saints. And so I I get it from his standpoint, do what you got to do to try to survive. But from a, state, a Saints standpoint, where's the path for this to work? And, and just throw Gruden out of it. it it's not like you're completely overhauling your quarterback room again. I think you're going to have the quarterback that you have. And maybe you could make the argument, oh, well, Derek Carr really gets along with John Gruden and that can work. And we saw glimpses of it in Las Vegas. And I guess you could make that case, but I just, th this doesn't feel like, like what's the best case scenario, 10 and seven? And is it worth it? Is it worth to, to kick the can down the road? And is it worth hiring John Gruden for a bunch of reasons? By the way, if I'm Dennis Allen and I see Gruden in the building, Head coach in waiting like that. I know you can't necessarily think about that when you're struggling to keep your job, but that would be in the back of my mind. It's as if the Saints saw all the success of Sean Payton and said, well, let's hire someone as old as Sean Payton, forgetting that they hired Sean Payton 15 years ago. This is a young man's league, especially when it comes to offense. Look at the teams left in the playoffs. The Packers have Matt LaFleur. The 49ers have Kyle Shanahan. The, the Lions have Ben Johnson. 
the Buccaneers have Dave Canales. These are guys under 50, and in some cases, well under 50 in their 30s, calling offensive plays. The Ravens just dipped into the college ranks to get their offensive coordinator. Andy Reid is one of the best play callers ever, but he's been continuously doing it in the NFL, and he's been successful in the NFL this whole time. The last time we saw John Gruden calling plays, the offense was kind of a mess. This is just not how this works in the NFL right now. And if the Saints want to be a serious organization, they have to think in a more modern way. And finally, on Monday, a long-tenured goaltender reached a heck of a milestone. Marc-Andre Fleury took sole possession of second place with his 552nd win in the NHL, posting his 74th career shutout as the Minnesota Wild defeated the New York Islanders 5-0 on Monday. The Wild announced that February 9th will be a celebration for their goalie as they face the Pittsburgh Penguins. This is the team Fleury won three Stanley Cups with and spent 13 total seasons. As for the most wins all time, yeah, Fleury ain't getting there. At 39 years old, he may not have the juice to pass Hall of Famer Martin Brodeur's 691. 691 wins still. Incredible, incredible moment. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, will Patrick Mahomes win his first ever playoff road game? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today.